0: Hello, my name is Gary Shotton and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business. And today I would like to talk about the difference between a teacher and mentor, or the difference about teaching and mentoring. And it's important that we probably get, grasp this and I hope to lead up to something that helps you uh, in the regards of God helping you in business. So I'll start with just talking about um, a classroom setting. Uh, We've all been in classrooms. We may be adults in a conference or a lecture. We may be in college. We may be in even high school. And in those uh, times, we have a a teacher, Uh, he's that person, man or woman, uh, is tasked with conveying certain information. And that information normally is in the form of uh, lectures and reading. And then at the end of some time period, we're all expected to take some form of a test to see if we've mastered the lesson material that's uh, been presented by that course or that class. That's clearly to me a teaching environment, and certainly we need that. We need to have good teachers. And we also, though, need to separate that from the reality that we need also mentors. Someone that would stick with us uh, while we're applying what we learned. Uh, sometimes in the business and professional world especially in uh, the medical field we call that an internship the person has graduated from uh, medical school and then for maybe even a couple years they're interning They're they're not full-fledged physicians but they're doing some progressively more complicated responsibilities in a proportion to what uh, they have learned and have their skill sets and somebody is assigned to them uh, to watch over and help mental them into the medical field. Uh, This could be true for uh, a carpenter and his son. A carpenter uh, that's very skilled might take their son or daughter of course could be and, and instruct them one thing about how the tools of the trade work but then once they grab a hold of the the tool the saw or the hammer or the or the drill then they're being observed to see how they proceed with that mentoring part of it and there's someone there to help them well I've been watching now the uh, uh, environment of and developing nations and it's not uncommon that we have seminars and events where we gather a large number of people or a group of people and they come here a lecture and they might have a, a handout and a book and they might even fill in the blanks in that book and now let me tell you all this is good I'm not criticizing it but at the end of graduation the anticipation could be that I now know how to use that material Let's talk about a business. We have a business lecture or even these, these teachings that I'm teaching right now. It's more of a teaching than a mentorship because I'm conveying this in a way that anybody reading or listening or hearing or watching these should be able to learn some valuable material. Valuable material about quality or valuable material about uh, uh, systems and processes or having a happy customer. Those are some of the lessons that we're teaching. But I'm uh, aware that that's not enough. And so you could go through all of our teachings, uh, or a large number of them, not just by me, but by other uh, speakers. And you could come away thinking, "Oh, now I'm ready to own my own business." But most likely, unless you have prior experience, you ha- need a mentor that will help you and guide you and lead you through the process. Well, here comes the problem. In developing nations, there are no, are there not very min- many? experienced people in business, at least Christian experienced people, and people that have time and are willing to take their valuable time and teach and guide and lead somebody that's starting a new business. So what do we do about this? Well, I, I, I think we have come across part of the answer here because we watched what Jesus did. We see that when he was uh, in his uh, 33 year of age, uh, he had been in ministry about three years, he starts preparing his 12 apostles to tell him that he is leaving away. He's going away. I was just reading that in John chapters 14, 15, and 16, and then again in Romans 10, where he said, I must go away, but I'll send you the third part of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit, to guide you and lead you. And I want to add the word to mentor you while Jesus is not in their presence still teaching. He's taught, but until we have a mentorship, then he has not we have not actually learned the lesson. And when he went away, he was talking to a a group of people. This was a group of 12 people and he encouraged them to stay together as a community and to work together. And so the combination of Of having uh, uh, your peers, the people that you are working with in a group of 10 or 12 people, we call them a peer mentoring group, and the, the help of the Holy Spirit, you have a pretty good combination there. You have the way to have a mentor with you at all times and that's a part of us now to learn how to hear and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. That is very important. In fact, I went to Bible school and that was one of the courses. How to be by the Spirit of God and that's a whole subject matter that we'd like to kind of touch on because the Spirit of God is trying to teach and guide and lead you but it's not something that that comes automatic and it comes maybe sometimes with a little bit of trial and error or making mistakes or trying to hear what God has for you to do in an area now there are certain things I could share I mean there's a whole bunch of things but for me when God has led me in some place, it's never been audible, it's never been uh, really clear, it's never been uh, something uh, the big picture. It's always been what we call a nudge like a little push in this direction and a little uh, a direction that, that maybe is even contrary to what you would normally think is logical. For example, I'm up in a, my, another state a thousand miles away from where I went to Bible school and I, my wife and I together felt pretty certain Not definite, but pretty sure that God was leading us to give up our good paying job, which is not logical. I had a company vehicle. I had all expenses paid for my uh, children's medical. I had a nice paycheck, and I said, I'll put that on hold, and I'll move a thousand miles to another city with no promise of a job. Well, in the natural, that's not very logical, but I knew that the Spirit of God was leading me because I had been focused. See, I was focused on God. I wanted to get to know God. God is our friend. He wants us to be friends with him. And what do I mean by friends? If you have a friend, you know that that you're acquainted with them. You're acquainted with their preferences. You're acquainted with what maybe makes them sad. Acquainted with what makes them happy. You know if you've offended them in in a discussion and you go back and say, I'm sorry, because you want to maintain that friendship. Well, that's what you have with God. And so, the Holy Spirit is the part of the Godhead that's with you. Let's don't put the Holy Spirit down on a second class. It says that Jesus had had the Father inside of him, and he was representing God the Father, but Jesus himself has left. And he left and, re- and, and said this Holy Spirit would come, comfort us, guide us, and lead us. And with the understanding that we're not an island out here. We don't want you to, to be out here on your own because you're like a, 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 at real risk of having uh, the evil one or the cares of this world or discouragement to take over. And you would abandon your calling, abandoning what God's called you to do if you just try to go it alone. So that's why both Jesus had 12 apostles and we're saying, hey, join a group, a peer mentoring group with 12, 15, it doesn't, no exact number, and you should be in the same quest. You should be seeking God's direction for uh, improving your business Business skills, not your technical skills. That's through research and development and always uh, thinking change. But your te- business skills of, of of record keeping and 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 quality and, and happy customers and repeat customers. Something that's universally true with the way business is done. And when you do that, when you make those steps, you're making a conscious effort to learn how God leads in that. I am confident that what He did in my case, He started bringing me divine. Appointments, little connections, new ideas, things that would would let me start with what I had, and I would grow step by step. My first business was a, a business that was totally out of uh, the norm for me. I was a trained engineer, and yet I came to Bible school and I started moving furniture, loading furniture like the dressers in the back behind me, and I put the, box, the the books behind me like that in in a boxes, and we loaded on the truck and we moved to a new location. That was illogical in many cases, but it was what God had for me to do. I'm so happy because that's where I learned business. I learned business in some cases by reading books and taking courses and and passing tests, but I really learned business when I'm out doing it. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, I was able to grow step by step. And that's what we're asking you to do.